Welcome to Wednesday Night Worship at First Baptist. Tonight's speaker is Dr. Jeff Reynolds. Let's pray together. Father, we love you, and we thank you so much for this opportunity to gather and to worship you. And we pray now that as we turn to your word, that you would encourage us, and that you would transform us by the renewing of our minds to make us more like Jesus. Help us walk by faith as a result of our time together tonight. We ask it trusting you in Jesus' name. Amen. As we continue on our journey through faith stories, as specifically told in Hebrews chapter 11, we are going to come to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32. And Hebrews, Hebrews 11, 32 is going to be our guide for the next several weeks as we look at the lives of great heroes of the faith who are simply mentioned by the writer of Hebrews. So let me read to us Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32, and then we'll talk about the specific individual whose life we are going to look at tonight. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32 says this, And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets. A lot of great names listed there. And we're going to start with the first name tonight, the name of Gideon. Now, you are likely familiar with the name of Gideon. You may even be familiar with the story of Gideon. But I want to tell you that Gideon is such an encouragement to me because Gideon walked by faith, but he did not have a faith that didn't falter at times. No, Gideon walked by faith, but he needed some signs from God along the way. And maybe you can identify with that. Maybe you trust God and you absolutely are committed to following Jesus, but occasionally you'd love it if the Lord would just give you a clear sign about what the next step needs to be and that he'll be there with you. Well, we're going to see that in Gideon. And so I want to invite you to turn with me to the book of Judges. We're going to start in Judges chapter 6 and look at several passages of Scripture along the way just to be reminded of the story of Gideon. But here's the passage uh, that will set the story and that will give us our theme for the life of Gideon. Judges chapter 6, verses 11 through 16. Now in the book of Judges, what you have is what one of my professors called the Wild West period uh, in the Old Testament. This was the time when everybody did what was right in their own eyes. And as a result, they had times of great national prosperity when they turned to the Lord and then they did what was right in their own eyes and they declined. It was unbelievable. It's just this repeated rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall. God's people would rise when they submitted and surrendered themselves to Almighty God, but then they would turn to their own way and they would fall. God would raise up a judge to call them back to trust and follow Him. And they would, and they would rise, and then they would fall yet again. Well, the Midianites have overtaken God's people. And they've overtaken God's people because God's people did what was right in their own eyes, and God is allowing the Midianites to overtake them in judgment. Well, watch what happens in Judges chapter 6, beginning with verse 11. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizrite, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? 
But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do I not send you? And he said to him, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. Let me give you this theme. Gideon was a mighty man of valor for one reason alone. God was with him. Notice that God calls, Midian, uh, calls Gideon a mighty man of valor. And what does Gideon do immediately? He starts telling God why he is not a mighty man of valor, why he should not be entrusted by God to go and overthrow the Midianites. Gideon was a mighty man of valor for one reason and one reason alone. And it was the promise that God made to him. I will be with you. This was the same promise that God had made to Moses. This was the same promise that God had made to Joshua. And I can tell you that if you trust and follow Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, it's the same promise that God makes to you. Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. Well, that's the promise that God made to Gideon. And because God would be with Gideon, Gideon could therefore rightly be described as a mighty man of valor, even though he didn't feel that way. So here's what's interesting. The first task that God is going to give to Gideon is to tear down his father's altar to Baal and the Asherah. And Gideon agrees, but watch how he does it. This is Judges chapter 6, verse 27. So Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had told him. But because he was too afraid of his family and the men of the town to do it by day, he did it by night. So here again is this mighty man of valor who's been called to tear down his father's altar to a false god but he can't do it by day. Why? He's afraid. This mighty man of valor is too terrified of his family to do it by day, and so he does it by night. But again, he is able to do it. Why? Because God is with him. When the time comes and God has gathered together several tribes to be with Gideon to overthrow the Midianites, Gideon still struggles in his faith. In Judges chapter 6, verses 36 through 40, listen to how Gideon responds to God as God has gathered his people to Gideon to go and overtake the Midianites. Listen to this. Then Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, behold, I am laying a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece alone and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. And it was so. When he rose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece, he wrung enough dew from the fleece to fill a bowl with water. Then Gideon said to God, Let not your anger burn against me. Let me speak just once more. Please let me test just once more with the fleece. Please let it be dry on the fleece only, and on all the ground let there be dew. And God did so that night, and it was dry on the fleece only, and on all the ground there was dew. So God has gathered together these great mighty men around Gideon. They're getting ready to go, but Gideon needs a sign. And the one sign, which was miraculous in and of itself, 
Well, it wasn't enough. Lord, could you give me just one more sign? And God obliges. God does exactly what Gideon asks for, and he gives him not one sign, but two signs that this will be the outcome. Well, God has gathered around 32,000 men around Gideon, and they're going to go and they're going to overtake the Midianites. But God sees a problem. 32,000 men. Listen to what God says in Judges chapter 7, verse 2. The Lord said to Gideon, The people with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand, lest Israel boast over me, saying, My own hand has saved me. So here's what God is doing. He's going to use Gideon, this mighty man of valor, to overthrow the Midianites, but he's going to do it in a way where only God can get the glory. So he takes this fighting army of 32,000 men and he reduces them to 300. And the 300 men to which he reduces the army are 300 men who drink water like a dog. They lap it up. And those are the people that God will use to overthrow the Midianites whose number is so vast that the number of their camels is described as the sand on the seashore. God will get the glory out of this battle because God would be the one who would use somebody whose faith was uh, able to falter like Gideon's, who needed sign after sign that God was there. God would get, get the glory because it would be by the hand of God that God's people would be delivered. Well, here's what's getting ready to happen. God is going to deploy Gideon and this army of 300 to overtake the Midianites, and Gideon still is struggling with fear. Judges chapter 7, verses 9 through 11, listen to this. That same night, the Lord said to Gideon, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have given it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, go down to the camp with Purah, your servant, and you shall hear what they say, and afterward your hand shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Listen, God said, go down. I've given them into your hand. However, if you're afraid, go down with your servant, Listen to what's being said. You'll be strengthened. So what did Gideon do? This wonderful, mighty man of valor who had been given so many signs from God and is now being told by God that these Midianites have been given into his hand. This is what he does. Then he went down with Purah, his servant, to the outposts of the armed men who were in the camp. So in other words, he's still struggling. He's still afraid. He's still not sure. He still needs another sign. You know, God could have used somebody else. God could have used somebody that was stronger. God could have used somebody whose faith wouldn't falter as Gideon's did. But he didn't. And I'm so very thankful that he didn't. Because if God can use somebody like Gideon, then maybe, just maybe, he can use somebody like me. Because I have to be honest with you, sometimes my faith falters. Sometimes I need sign after sign, Lord, just, just one more time. Remind me that you're here. Remind me that you are leading. Remind me that you will see me through and bring to completion the good work that you've started in me. Remind me that you are with me and you will never leave me and never forsake me. Maybe you can identify with Gideon. Maybe you can identify with someone whose faith is strong, but not without struggles. I'm glad God uses people like us 
to do his purposes, to exalt his name, because ultimately it is not by might or by strength, but everything we do is by the hand of Almighty God. Jesus told us that apart from him, we can do nothing. But the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Philippi that through Christ, all things are possible. You know how the story goes. God used Gideon and this army of 300 men who lapped water like a dog to overthrow this vast number of Midianites. And God got the glory. And God's people got rest for 40 years until yet again Gideon died and they turned away from the Lord. I pray that you and I would be encouraged to walk by faith and even when our faith falters, that we would return, fix our eyes on Jesus and say, Lord, we trust you, so we'll trust you now. Would you pray with me? Father, we love you and we thank you so much for this encouraging story. We're thankful for Gideon whose faith was strong, but not without struggle. And Lord, we pray that as we, whose faith is strong, but not without struggle, as we seek to live out the lives to which you've called us, we pray that you would help us to do so with the boldness and courage that comes only from the assurance that you are with us wherever we go. And Lord, what a promise that you are with us always, even to the end of the age. We are always with the Lord. And we're so thankful for that. And Lord, as we bring this time together to a close again tonight, we join together our hearts and minds and our voices to pray that prayer that our Lord Jesus taught us to pray. And in so doing, we'll answer the question, Whose Father? Our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to worship with us tonight. And we want to invite you to join us this Sunday at 11 a.m., either in person or by virtual means, as we worship together our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm.